Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and we also have Shyler from B1029. And we are recapping and discussing some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of November 13th, 2023. Now, we had talked about this before um, regarding Matthew, the death of Matthew Perry. The, the, the Friends cast had like a joint statement. And in their statement that they said, you know, we just will have time to share our more of our feelings and, and tributes to, to Matt Perry. Um, it just wasn't the time, obviously, because he had just suddenly passed away. They had a, a, a private funeral later that week. And so now they have finally had a chance to grieve. And now they are sharing their own personal tributes. Each one shared their own personal tribute, with us, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, first, you know, Courtney Cox um, shared a, like a behind the scenes blooper. It's the one uh, where we first discover Monica and Chandler, like they're in the bed. You know, oh, Ross yeah. busts in, and then you see Monica come out from under the sheets where Chandler is. Um, and it was kind of like a blooper scene, but, you know, she said in her post, quote, I am so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. Chandler and Monica were supposed to have a one-night fling in London, but because of the audience audience's reaction, it became the beginning of their love story. In this scene, before we started rolling, he whispered a funny line for me to say. He often did things like that. He was funny and he was kind. Um, yeah, it was a blooper because after Ross busts in, something was said, and obviously they start laughing. Um, and then Matt LeBlanc shared some some like stills from the show. Um, you know, he's uh, Matt LeBlanc said, "Quote is with a heavy heart I say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite." times of my life it was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend i will always smile when i think of you and i'll never forget you and i and it's very uh very matt leblanc where he ends his quote or he ends his post with quote spread your wings and fly brother you're finally free much love and i guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me (laughs) that is so (laughs) matt leblanc too you're so right yeah um, Jennifer Aniston kind of shared some behind the scene photos. And, um, I mean, I look, there was a, there was a rumor going around that she's taking it the hardest because it's been a year since her dad died. And now, you know, Matthew Perry. And so she says, quote, Oh boy, this one has cut deep. Having to say goodbye to our Maddie has been an insane wave of emotions that I've never experienced before. Being able to really sit in this grief allows you to feel the moments of joy and gratitude for having loved someone that deep. Um, she goes on to say at the end, Maddie, I love you so much. I know you are, you are now completely at peace and out of any pain. I talk to you every day. Sometimes I can almost hear you saying, could you be any crazier? <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, yeah. Lisa Kudrow shared a, like a photo from a, look like a, like an NBC press magazine i think they had just shot the 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 pilot or something um but she says quote thank you for making me laugh so hard at at something you said that my muscles ached and tears poured down my face every day thank you for your open heart and a six-way relationship that required compromise and a lot of since she puts quote talking um thank you for the best 10 years a person gets to have thank you for trusting me and and um and it would thank you for the time I got to have with you, Matthew. Then David Schwimmer, he posted kind of like a photo. If you remember when they would do a flashback of uh, Chandler and and Ross from like the when they were like in high school, they yeah. had that like 
80s Miami Vice look. <laughs> yeah, um, like the leisure suits. <laughs> yeah, the leisure, yeah. Um, it's a photo of that. And uh, he said, thank you for 10 incredible years of laughter and creativity. I'll never forget your impeccable comic timing and delivery. You could take a straight line of dialogue and bend it at your will, resulting in something so entirely original and unexpectedly funny. It was, it still astonishes. And he wraps it up with, I imagine you up there somewhere in the same white suit, hands in your pockets, looking around. Could there be any more clouds? <laughs> he had a, he what? did have a vibe, a certain yeah. brand oh. of humor. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and Could you be thing, any crazier? Could you yes. be? <laughs> and the funny thing is, I mean, that, that was pretty much Matthew Perry. Yeah. Well, Just I always very felt sarcastic like and. Yeah, seeing him in other roles, but particularly seeing him in interviews, it's like, did they write Chandler to be Matthew? Like, it just, it was just so seamless. It's like he didn't even yeah. need to act at all. I mean, he did, right. but I mean, like, he didn't even have to act at all. He just was Chandler. Chandler was my favorite friend. He's, oh, he's yes. my favorite friend. He was, it was so natural. And even Matt LeBlanc, I mean, look, Matt LeBlanc had to plan a play like the, the aloof the himbo yeah just you know <laughs> actor guy you know it, it was and matt leblanc isn't normally like that obviously but for for that show and how they wrote those characters it almost came natural to them you know like for lisa sure. kudrow playing the um you know kind of out there friend raw you know david schwimmer playing the by the book you know, it has to be by the book this way, very, very detail oriented. Yes. Um, Jennifer Aniston, though, I felt like hers started off with being the very self-centered friend. And then you see her gradually start shifting to like, oh, you know, kind of realizes more and understands more that I shouldn't be as self-centered and concerned about myself so much. It, it was, it was, it was, I liked her character just because you saw that, that transition where we first met, um, we first met uh, Rachel and how she kind of transitioned into where she ended up being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a, I mean, that, that's a show that, that'll be around forever. I mean, like my daughter has kind of started to watch it a little bit, some of the earlier episodes. Um, you know, and it's interesting because people have kind of roasted Friends because it, like, hasn't aged well. Like, there are some bits of comedy and and storylines that were like, yeah. okay, maybe we wouldn't do this in 2023, but it's still very rewatchable. Like, even oh, with, sure. I mean, you've got those cringy moments that you're like, okay, yeah, this was a little problematic. Maybe we shouldn't have done this, but it's it's so, it it's still such a good show. It's oh, such yeah. a good show. I mean, there was, I mean, look at the shows that are still on, like, you know, you think like I Love Lucy. I remember watching that as a kid. Oh, um, for sure. The Andy Griffith show. There, there's always going to be, yeah, there's always going to be those shows that, you know, back in those, back in those days, um, <laughs> you know, that maybe isn't so PC now. Um, but I mean, look, you think about shows that are on now and, and if, you know, those shows become timeless down the road. Yeah. Some of that may not be PC in that, you know, in that future. But yeah, it, you're right. So it's true. a timeless show that, that yeah, it's definitely going to be rewatchable, lived on. Generations are going to watch it. 
Um, I'm sure my daughter, she gets older, she'll be one to watch it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember watching this when I was in high school, you know, whatever. So I really hope that, cause, cause like, I think, I think Matthew put it in his book that I know that, you know, when I go that people are going to talk about friends, but also mm -hmm. I did a lot more than just friends. Like I hope people talk about like me too. So I hope that, I hope that we keep that in mind whenever, you know, we see our kids watching friends and falling in love with the characters and, and, and laughing at it and being like, you know, Chandler actually created this like foundation to help mm -hmm. people. And like, I hope that we keep his, his legacy alive in the way that he really wanted to be remembered. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. That's very sweet. All the friends I was, I was, I was, oh, I was so scared. I was really scared. Um, I knew that like whatever they were going to write was going to be very like PR issued. You know what I mean? I knew it was going to be a heartfelt statement, but I, yeah. I was, I was really scared that it was just going to break me. <laughs> Cause I, yeah. I loved Matthew Perry so much. He's like I said, he's my favorite friend and he really has had such a story of, mm -hmm. you know, failure, success, you know, redemption and everything in between. And I, I was, I was, I was scared that I was going to get my heart broke by these posts, but, and, and it did, but it was in a very light and, and fun way, which I think is the best, the best way to pay tribute to him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, gosh, some some heartbreaking news over the weekend. Um, Taylor Swift, as you know, she's on the South American tour or leg of her tour. Mm -hmm. And it was in Rio de Janeiro. And she had to she had to postpone her Saturday show, I believe, because on Friday, a fan actually died um, at the show in Rio. Uh, it was ungodly hot. I think they said the the temperature was a hundred. It felt like a hundred and nine, but I know the temperature inside the stadium was even warmer than that. Um, yeah, I mean it's like some, an oven. Yeah, there were some reports that the the venue wasn't letting fans bring water in. Um, the the twenty three year old who passed away, her name is Anna Clara Benavides. Um, that's who who passed away of uh, cardiac arrest. Due, they believe cardiac arrest due to the heat. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, um, obviously Saturday's concert had to be canceled. Um, Taylor even posted a message on Instagram saying, quote, I can't believe I'm writing these words, but it's with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier tonight before my show. I can't even tell you how devastated I am by this. There's very little information I have other than the fact that she was so incredibly beautiful and far too young. She resumed her tour on Saturday and, and she performed, uh, one of her songs, which deals about grief. I can't, the, the name of the song escapes me right now. Do you know, remember the name? Do you know the name of the song I'm talking about? Yes. It's called bigger than the whole sky. That's it. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to lie. I know that I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, but that was such like, you know how she is about the surprise songs. Like everything is very mm -hmm. meticulously planned. Yeah. So the fact that she sang that song, I, it, yeah, just, it shows that she really is like paying attention yeah. Or that somebody is. I like to think that it's Taylor, but like somebody is paying attention and making these kinds of decisions. And it was so incredibly well placed to do that. And she was mm -hmm. she was crying. Yeah, yeah. There was there was some video of uh, people in the crowd catching her. Yeah, she she had a she had a struggle through that one. I mean that, that that's tough. I mean look, I mean obviously you don't know all of your fans on a personal level, but I feel like for Taylor, she would like to at least know at least something about her fans in a personal way. Cause I mean, look, 
all of her songs are personal, as you know. Yeah. And I think that's the connection there, how much of a great connection she has with her fans because it, it's a personal thing with her that she's sharing with fans. And, you know, a lot of her fans have either gone through the same thing or understand it and, and sympathize. And that's that personal connection that Taylor has with her fans. And that's why she's just so successful to begin with. Um, yeah. yeah. Her brand has been that, you know, she, you know, she, she writes these incredibly personal lyrics and vulnerable stories through her songs. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what, I mean, that's what she does. I mean, you, you listen to Taylor, you listen to an album of Taylor Swift and you feel like you've like read her diary. Like you feel like yeah. you, you know her. So there mm -hmm. is an intimacy between Taylor and her fans that I don't, I don't know if we've ever really seen before or if we ever will see again. Like it's so it's, there's a closeness there that she, she builds with, her following and yeah. and yeah it and friday night so anna clara she she died before the concert started yeah like she had gotten in and the venue like they closed like the air vents or something i don't know i don't know why they would have done that they didn't have like hardly any fans taylor swift was actually taking water like her own bottles of water from like her like green room and everything and was throwing it out into the crowd. Because I, I saw nobody that. Could yeah. get water. And like people are like, I mean, you can't miss a second of the concert. You know what I mean? Like you're in the concert. You want to, you can't lose your spot in the crowd to go and get a bottle of water. So these, these poor people are literally like just roasting. Yeah. It would, the, the venue handled it really, really poorly. It's one of those like Astro world situations where it should have been handled differently. Yeah, and, it and it, and it just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's awful. And I mean, obviously, no one wants that to have that happen. Um, no, gosh. So I'm, well, I'm sure they'll be they'll probably be coming more about this down the road, obviously, like obviously with Astroworld that that turned into a, a, a legal nightmare. Um, I don't think will, Taylor like, will work with that like promoter again. Oh, I, I think bet like whoever not. that team was, I don't. I think should no. That'll be yeah. nope. That'll no be thanks. somebody else. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. Okay. So we haven't talked. We talked about this earlier this year, and it it kind of just kind of went away, but now it's kind of come back up again. Glenn Powell, Sydney with Sweeney. Uh, actually, the trailer just came out for this too. Anyone but you. That's a new rom com. These two filmed together during the uh, during the spring or summer months in Australia. And there was a there was rumors going around that the two were having an alleged affair because Glenn Powell was in a relationship. Um, however, it later came out that those two were not in a relationship when allegedly Glenn and Sydney were maybe doing some off screen things. It's it's very it's a very weird thing. Um so Sydney Sweeney was asked about it a while back. She told Variety back in August, it's a rom-com. That's what people want. Glenn and I don't really care. We have so much fun together and we respect each other so much. Um, so in the latest issue of Men's Health, he's asked about it. And he says, quote, when all that stuff happened, you know, publicly, it felt disorienting and unfair. But what I'm realizing is that it's just a part of this gig now. Um. Now, here's the interesting thing is Glenn posted the cover on his Instagram. He's got his shirt unbuttoned. You know, he's got his man abs out. Um, looks like he's getting ready to wash his truck or something because he's got a hose. 
And so he posted, he captioned it with, you know, they have to spray tan everywhere before these things, right? Just heating up. And then Sweetney Sweeney comments on it with just heating up everybody's winter, huh? So, yeah. So, and look, Sydney Sweeney is engaged currently to Jonathan Davino. So, yeah. It's it's a very look. I get it. There have been we've talked about this before when this story came out. We look, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt met on the on the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's how they got together. It's not an uncommon thing, but this one just seems out of left field, and no one wants to. I mean, look, I, if if you aren't really doing anything, it's like no, we're not doing anything. It was just it's. But well, it, it's kind of in a roundabout way, not confirming or denying. It's just, oh, it's just part of the gig. Or well, and like, it, don't say, oh, this is what the people want because it's, um, yeah, this is what the people want because it's a rom com. Except for your partners, <laughs> yes, <laughs> except for exactly your, your family, who's you know kind of looking stupid because of the way you're acting. Like, I would, no, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to parade around with you to promote our podcast and be inappropriate because that's right, inappropriate. Exactly. It's exactly. not. Like, it doesn't matter. Yes. Like, it's. I mean, you I, can promote the film, but Mike, I mean, look, there was a there was a TikTok video that went around of like you see Sweeney on on Glenn's lap and he's doing like a little dance dip thing. And that was the only clip, which I think was the thing that really got it started is like, whoa, wait a minute. Like. It's one thing if you two are just goofing around off scenes and like doing a little dance, but for her to be, you to be sitting, her on your lap, and you're doing the little dip dance thing, it's like, uh, if I was in a movie and my wife saw that behind the screen, she'd be like, hang on, time out, stop filming, I'm coming down there, we're having a talk. No kidding. So. Like calling the director, like, eh, eh, pull the plug, yeah, like, we're oh, out. Oh. Yeah, hang on. There's, let's just let's just walk this back a minute. Why are you doing that? Are we were you filming a scene? Is this is this a f- scene you're filming that I was not aware of? Why am I seeing this? Yeah. And look for I don't I don't know much about Sydney Sweeney. Obviously, she's got her claim to fame because of Euphoria. She's in this movie. She's in the upcoming Madam Web film, which also that trailer just came out last week. Um, I, I get, me, I get the very, I, very like flirty, maybe a little too, too flirty vibe from her. Yeah. See, to me, like if I don't want that to be my brand, you, you know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't, maybe that's what she's wanting. Like she's wanting to be known as, you know, that, like that flirty girl and like, that's her marketing technique. But to me, yeah. it's like, then now you've kind of made yourself like the, you know, the acting, you know, kind of like the Ariana Grande. Of, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you're, you don't right. want to be seen kinda... as, yeah, like that little heartbreaker and, and homewrecker. Like you don't, right? I, I, I would think that you wouldn't want to do that. But like, hey, I, I guess, you know, she sees an opportunity to market herself in this way. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, we're talking about her. Like it's working. If, if this well, is a marketing it tactic, it's working. It is, yeah. I mean, Which I, I, guess what, I guess, yeah, the, you know, <laughs> any news is new. I mean, it's not the best news, but it's news. And you're right, we're talking about her and Glenn Powell. Um, 
the I don't know if you saw the trailer for this. Let, let's just say it's not safe for work. So oh, if you're going to watch it at work, make sure no one's around. <laughs> There's a little steamy shower scene between Sweeney and Glenn that they show in the in the film. It, uh -huh. um, yeah. A little steamy shower scene. Um, I, I could never be in Hollywood. I could, oh, me I could neither. Never There's no way. I could never so, watch a movie with my husband <laughs> being yeah, with just, another woman. Like, nah, it's, uh -uh. Very, it's very uncomfortable, yeah. The rage. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, look, I mean, there's some, there's some, looks like some steamy scenes between Glenn and Sydney in the movie based on the trailer. It's a, it's a rom-com. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a very weird, whether they didn't or didn't, it, it's just, just come out and say you didn't. Don't just round about way. Oh, that's what the people want. Or, well, you know, it's disorienting and unfair, but it's just part of the gig. There's what's, been what's frustrating millions and millions of rom-coms that have come before and no one except for like what Angelina, Jolie and Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been infamous instances of, yes. you know, co-stars hooking up or whatever. And, and in it, but the thing is like, you own it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. we're not disclosing the timeline or, you know, whatever, but like, I, to, yes. to me, it's like this screams guilty. This screams, yes, of course they were hooking up on the set of this movie and they're not saying no because they can't say no. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what it tells me is that they don't want to lie. So they're just avoiding. Yeah. And so look, people are probably going to want to go see the movie now just like, you know, the whole thing with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. Now this is kind of going to get the same kind of like uh maybe they were <laughs> type of vibe you know it's just kind of i wonder uh, yeah people are going to be like yeah i want to see their chemistry on this movie to to judge whether or not they were like hooking up right yeah did you watch uh, don't worry darling no i didn't either <laughs> no it, I, after i heard the reviews i was like mm, yeah no thanks. <laughs> this one i mean look the the anyone but you could be funny i don't know i yeah like, I, look, I it's, not, it's not what I'm rushing the theaters to see right now, you know. I, I don't know them as actors, so like I've right. It, it wasn't like, yeah. oh my god, I have to see that movie. This is it, Sydney, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, I, Sydney I don't know Sweeney, her yeah, very like, well. So no, that's the thing. I mean, look, her, her, the only thing I know her from is Euphoria. I have not watched Euphoria. Um, like I said, she's I in the upcoming either. Madam Web movie. Um, so yeah, it, it, look, I watched the trailer. It is very rom-com. It does have a lot of adult humor, so obviously you don't take your your kids to this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, eh, I don't know. It, it. I guess if my wife and I are really bored and it's on <laughs> streaming, we might watch it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay, so this one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, singer Cassie, she filed a lawsuit against Sean P. Diddy, Diddy, Puff Daddy Combs, whatever he goes by now, um, <laughs> late last week, where she accused him of uh, sexual abuse, raping and physically abusing her for almost 10 years. Now, they had a relationship from like, it was for, it was like from 10 years, like 2007 to 2018. I mean, they were together for a while. They first met when she was like 19. She was really young. Wow. You know, she, had, she had that hit back in the 2000s, me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she filed a lawsuit against him. And then like a few days later, it's solved. It's, it's, it's resolved. 
And so they decided to resolve the matter amicably. This is what uh, P. Diddy said in a, in a statement. He goes, I wish Cassie and her family all the best, love. Um, and then people, obviously, when you do that, people are quick to say, well, that looks guilty. Um, however, Diddy's attorneys said, quote, that the decision does not in any way undermine this flat-out denial of claims. Um, so basically saying that, look, just because he decided to end it amicably doesn't mean he's guilty. Um, Cassie later said in a statement, quote, I have decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans, and lawyers for their unwavering support. No word on what the financial terms were, but I think she was, if I remember correctly, I think she was looking at, um, gosh, and how many millions she was after? I want to say it was like a hundred million dollars, but I I could be completely wrong on that. I need to. It had to have been a lot. It was a lot, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find that. Well, did you see that? Um, so oh, you know, thirty million. Just, uh, Sorry, it was it was thirty million. Oh, thirty. Oh, well, thirty. Yeah, yeah. That's still no number to sneeze at. But no. did you see that Kesha adjusted her lyrics? Yes, yes. Yeah. So she was performing <laughs> in L.A. and TikTok. You know. Wake up in the morning feeling just like P. Diddy. She changed it to wake up in the morning feeling just like me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and look, with Lizzo, I mean, Beyonce did the same thing. Yep. When that whole thing got started, she changed it. Then she went back. Um, yeah. So, I, look, we don't know what the settlement terms were, but obviously it ended amicably. But, yeah, they they were together between 2007 and 2018. So, wow. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was. They were together a long time, and I yeah, she was. Um, oh, I'm sorry, she was 21 when when the two got together. Sorry, not 19, 21. So they were in a relationship between 2007 and 2018. But I I don't know if she if he discovered her. I thought I thought so. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that 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 kind of caught that caught some national attention over the week. Um, also catching some attention, which we haven't talked about this for a little bit, but uh, Rust, the shooting that killed the uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins, mm-hmm. where Alec Baldwin fired the gun that had an alive round in it. Um, the uh, armor uh, claimed that it was safe. It, it was. It's been a whole mess. Now, Baldwin was. If I remember correctly, he was charged, but then he was found not guilty. But then prosecutors in New Mexico and go after him again for involuntary manslaughter. But NBC obtained never seen before footage from the Rust set. Now, this is all behind the scenes footage where it shows Baldwin handling and firing a gun while acting in character. But then it also shows him showing concern for the safety members. In fact, in one in one part of the footage, now this is this is a string of footage put together. In one part, he's like lying on the ground, and you see you see him before he starts. Like, hey, look, can you guys move? I don't, I don't want to fire, I don't want to fire this directly at you. And you can hear someone off the background, like, yeah, please move to the left or whichever direction they told him to move. Um, also, there was a, a part where it looks like the the camera is moving with him or backwards, and he like stops, like, hey, you, you watch where you're walking, or basically looking yeah. out for the safety of the crew members is what he's doing. 
And I'm so, glad that we, we've seen that then. Yes. And so now prosecutors were supposed to have met uh, last Thursday, November 16th, to discuss recharging Baldwin. But after since this has come out, uh, he rescheduled it during a teleconference the day before on Wednesday. So it was supposed to happen Thursday. He decided to reschedule. I don't know what the rescheduling um, is set for now. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's like, oh, okay. So I, I guess, you know, Baldwin was telling the truth because there was reports that Baldwin wasn't paying attention during the the um, like the, the the training with the weapons, and there was reports that he would just you know was on his phone. He wasn't paying attention. He was being careless. But after seeing this footage, it's like oh, that kind of negates that. Well, I mean, you don't become Alec Baldwin with you know decades of experience in this industry by not paying attention in those you know what i mean like he knows yeah. what he's doing he's an expert at what he does and 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 i i am glad that we that this footage that we're able to see this because that's that's how i felt from like the whole get go it was like i was really frustrated and angry with him because it was like you should know better like you should you should know better right but it's it really does seem that he does know better and this was a horrible tragic accident mm -hmm. yeah and at least that the negligence does not lie with him i guess right because he is he has been claiming that the film's armor hannah gutierrez reed you know handed him obviously the weapon that killed the cinematographer helena hutchins and he's claimed look is this is this no, there's no live rounds. Yes, he's he he's been saying they they assured me there were no live rounds in the weapon, and apparently it was. And however, Hannah Gutierrez Reed has also pled not guilty, and her trial starts February 21st because she was also charged with involuntary manslaughter, and she's pled not guilty. So no one wants to take, you know, wants to take the blame for this. Um, now we don't. I don't know if there's any behind-the-scenes footage of Hannah Gutierrez Reed, the film's armorer, you know, showing her side. I mean, I'm, you you really don't look at behind-the-scenes photos of like the crew. <laughs> it's always the actor. Um, so who knows? But this seems to help Baldwin's case of you know being not guilty. But um, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. All right. Um, finishing up with our was story. This one, this one is definitely a was story. I mean, look, Jada Pinkett Smith had her had her uh, memoir come out and made some revelations about her and Will. Well, now there was a new rumor that came out that Will Smith allegedly had slept with actor Dwayne Martin years ago. Um, the person that made this claim on the Unwind with Tasha Kay, his name is Brother Bilal? B-I-L-A-L? -L? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he, he claims to have walked in on Smith and Martin engaging in sex. And apparently he was supposed to write this, this book for Will, and it fell through. So Jada Pinkett was on The Breakfast Club. And she was asked about it. And she said, quote, 
let me just say this. It's ridiculous, right? And it's nonsense. And she said, and this is a person that tried a shakedown, referring to Brother Bilal, a money shakedown that didn't work. We're going we're, we're gonna to take legal action because it's one thing to have your opinion about somebody versus making up salacious, malicious stories. So that's actionable. And a rep for P or a rep, a rep for Will also told people the story is completely fabricated and the claim is unequivocally false. Um, I see now. No, oh, come on. Okay, first of all, the if don't watch the interview. Like, don't give this guy any clout whatsoever. Right. The way it was described is horrifically homophobic. Even if it is true, the way it was described was absolutely vile and disgusting. We don't, and it was unnecessary, just completely unnecessary the way he was describing what he had supposedly walked into. So right. first of all, you've, I've, I, you've discredited yourself by being so gross. Second of all, wh why now? Why, why is it that right. now everyone is coming out of the woodwork with supposed ammunition against Will Smith. Like what is this man not being kicked enough while he's down? Like, I, I don't understand. Like Jada is on this tear of making him look like an absolute fool that has been writing for over a year at this point. And it's just like, what? It, I mean, it's been, it's been legitimately years since the entanglement stuff. It has just been relentless bashing of Will Smith. Now, is he a terrible person and deserves all this? I don't know. Because I've I've heard absolutely like nothing. Everything I've heard is negative and I I'm I'm actually high key concerned about his mental health. Yeah. Like I'm really I'm I'm really concerned that something might happen. Like he this is this has gone on far too long just this constant beating of this man and it's like first of all i didn't care to begin with like i've mm -hmm. said i everything i've learned about will and jada pinkett smith has been absolutely against my will and and it's all just been none of my business <laughs> like everything yeah. that we're, we've been told is like okay cool why are you telling us this like why is this a topic of conversation I don't need to know that you guys have not been together for six years. I mean, apart from the fact that you just want to hurt him, I just don't no. get it. He's, I don't think he's ever shown the public anything negative about Jada from day one. I mean, you remember no. that it, it's been a meme of him, like, like showcasing her at the awards with it. Like his arms out and he's like, look at her. Isn't she amazing? Like he's always been like number one hype man. So I don't yeah. understand why everybody wants to hate on him right now. Yeah, uh, look, and like it's, we we talked about this before too. We don't know what all happens behind the scenes. Obviously, we don't we don't know what happens at home. Um, according to Jada, though, apparently it's the home life hasn't been as good. But I, I feel like she's very wishy washy. She she says one thing, but then walks it back a little bit. You know, oh we're, well, I can't yes. I can't divorce him. You know, I made a promise. Well. You either love them or you don't. You well, can't. And to me, it doesn't make any sense to stay together if you're not right like, in love. Like it's not like your kids 
like need this like solid family unit. People get divorced. It's okay. Like it, right. people fall out of love. Marriages fall apart. It's completely fine. But to be mm -hmm. like to die on this hill of what we made these vows. It's like you guys are miserable. Yeah. Like it you, just seems like you guys are you, miserable. You yeah. You you broke the vows already. <laughs> yeah. But well, what what you you can't walk it back. I mean. Yeah, I mean, look, he, it seemed like he's, from what we understand, it looks like he's tried. Um, yeah. And Jada didn't seem like she wanted to marry Will to begin with, just based on what she said in interviews, what she says yeah. in her memoir. Um, you know, so, I mean, look, you both are adults. If you don't want to be together, don't be together. Well, and, and it's just like, and now her doing this, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to blame Jada, but I mean, it seems like from, from the get-go, you know, she initiated this campaign of kind of putting their business out there when nobody wanted to know it and right. ultimately put Will in this really terrible light for a long time. Yeah. And then it was exacerbated by the Oscars and, and the 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 chris rock epidemic <laughs> it's just and, like you know what look it, it makes sense now i mean if you really think about it you know i think he is trying so hard to just get some sort of i don't know if it's approval or something from jada and for him to do that to chris rock i think that was his way of like trying to like look look what i'm doing for you i mean he 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 did. He made fun of you at the award show in front of everybody, and I, I'm not going to stand for it. So I'm going to do what I did. I don't think. Look, if Chris Rock still had made that joke, and Will and Jada were in a completely different place, like they were, you know, happily, well, they are married, but happily married, living in the same household. Do I think he would have still walked up to Chris Rock? No. Would he have said something afterward in private? Yes. Sure. Well, and and now it makes sense. Now it makes sense why he kind of like was laughing at the joke and then looked at her and saw that she was pissed off and then then reacted. Yes. Now it makes sense because he was waiting for that. You know, what do I do? I just want I just want to be seen by you. I just want you to respect me. Like, I just yeah. I just I want to earn your approval. Like you said, I just want to earn your love again. How do I how yeah. do I do that? Well, he he, he insulted you. So I'm going to make a, a butt out of myself, uh, you know, to, to defend well, your honor. And even look after the memoir came out, what Will said, you know, I, I wish I would have known this years ago. I would have hugged you more. I would have done this. I would have done that. I mean, I, I can't imagine that Will just basically just kind of like at home with Jada. And then in public, hey, look at us! Yeah, I, I can't because look, he went on the he went on the red talk table with Jada, and they both kind of, you know, talked about the alleged affair Jada had with um, uh, I always forget his name, August. I'll yes, August. You know, they talked about that. Um, I, yeah, he became a laughing stock. Yes, like on the internet. I mean, like I said, like th this man is—he just can't win. No. Every every time he turns around, there's more people loading their guns and coming after him. It's like, why? Why? What it and what look, is I, it's so I uncomfortable know. for me it as is. as a fan to see and all of this know, stuff. And I don't know if it's a jealousy thing with Jada because I mean, 
Will Smith is is a larger celebrity than Jada. Yeah. Sorry. It's true. I mean, outside of The Matrix, what other films can you name that Jada's been in? I, honestly, I, 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 I don't know. I, I really don't know. I've never been, like, right. way in the know with her. No. Like, everything I, mean, she I know about her has been, like, negative, dirty laundry. And it's like, I don't yeah. want you. That's how you're known to me. Like, I don't know right. you for your art, for anything that you've produced or, you know, mm-hmm. been a part of. I know because you gossip about yes. your family. Now, like, it's so gross. Now, I, there was a Fox did a show called Gotham where it was uh, basically like the, the, the telling of the Batman story from before Batman. So Bruce Wayne's actually like a, just after his parents were killed. So he's like 10 years old. So that's that's where the story starts. And you kind of see Gotham like working to where we know it when Batman's around. Like it's just, you know, seedy crime-ridden scene or sure. you know, city. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith plays Fish, this this gangster called Fish Mooney. It's a made-up character for the show. And after seeing that and her character, that that almost is to me, Jada, like Fish Mooney is Jada Pinkett Smith. Very oh, really? manipulative, very controlling. Will say whatever she needs to say to get the job done. And, you know, with, with her Red Talk table, with this memoir, her, how she can, it's like, wow, she, she really, she really is Fish Mooney. I mean, I, that may be very bad to say, but I can't help but think <laughs> after part seeing was- that, seeing her play that role, it's like, God, that, that actually might be her in real life. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, it's it's scary and kind of gross at the same time. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or what, but it's it just seems like ever since the memoir, you're right, everyone's had it had something to come after Will Smith with. And the poor guy's just like, uh no. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you guys want from me? Yeah. Maybe Will Smith will come out with a memoir. Don't don't do the book thing with Jada. Will needs to write his own. And maybe he is. And hopefully one day we hear his side of the story. Because I feel I, like I we have so. And maybe we never will. But I hope for his sake that we hear his side of the story one day. And just compare it. Maybe, maybe it is all true. Maybe it's not. Um I I feel Will protects others before himself. He's not, he's not a, I, I don't think he's a selfish person, but I think in this case, maybe he needs to be a little selfish. Like, look, I'm going to tell my side. I need to. But, but the thing is, I don't think he will. I really don't think that, I think that he just wants, well, I, I, sh- I shouldn't speculate on what I think he wants. If I were him, I don't think I would. I think I I would maybe sue that guy for spewing whatever, you know, defamation. I, I think I, I would. And I, honestly, I want to know, where's that other actor? I'd like that other actor to weigh in and, and help me out and say, absolutely not. That never happened. Or, you know, yeah, whatever. We hooked up. Leave, leave us alone. Like, whatever. But yeah. I just, I, I like I, I said, I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that. Yeah. I he, think for from his side of the story, especially with his relationship with Jada, 
you yeah. know, did, did he also want to marry her? What were they really that? In, you know, was he that in love with her? Is was he trying to do whatever he could to make her happy? And she just was not going to have it no matter what. You know, what what was his reasoning behind everything? Whether it was the the alleged assault he had, or the, the alleged um, uh, affair that Jada had with August, was it you know the the whole decision to be you know not really together these these past six years the slap with chris rock um what from will's side what was his reasoning behind it all what what was he thinking in those times yeah and i don't know maybe maybe jada doesn't want him to i I, look it's bad to paint her as the the villain in this story but it's not that I think she's a villain. It's just that I want her, like, like it just seems like she's been on this tirade for so long now. And it's like, what? And now she, you know, it, so it started with like the red table talk and airing all of their own dirty laundry for the, for the internet. Yes. Yeah. It was just and it's like, just, and it's like, right. she hasn't had anything like really gained steam since then. So she's like, okay, fine. I'll just write a book. And it's, it, it's, it's like, she, I, I, I just want her to stop. I just want everyone to stop. Like this weird toxicity and drama, it, it's it's escalating to a point that is, like I said, concerning. Like I just feel yeah. like everyone is ganging up on him and it's just so unnecessary. Like to me, like it would be, it would be such a betrayal for, you know, if, if my, if my relationship, if my marriage, whatever, if my husband, while we're together, even if we're separated, like even if, if he just like wrote a book and was like, yeah, so my wife is actually a terrible human being. I didn't want to marry her in the first place. I would be devastated. And I right. would not like, I mean, and I would be probably doing exactly what he's doing, which is just like lying low, like yeah. licking my wounds and, and, and staying out of the public eye. And it would just be devastating to have my friends come in and be like, oh, yeah, I totally agree with Brandon. She sucks. It's like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. and it's like, I have to think about that happening, you know, in, in our little town. This is happening in front of the world. Yeah. Like, everyone knows his business. Oh, gosh. Like, it's just, it's too it's, much. I don't know if she's a villain, much. but I know she's doing way too much. Yeah. And maybe, look, maybe she just wants to have her own time in the spotlight, but this is not the way to do it. Well, no, I mean, like, now you have to understand, like, that's what your legacy is going to be. Right. You're going like to be when, the person that was, that's been miserable this whole time and bringing everyone down with you. Exactly. And that's what you, that's what you want to leave for your kids. Like, that's what you want to be known for within, you know, this, this incredible level of fame that you've had all these years. And this is, this is what, this is the defining moment now. Yeah. This is no it. longer is it Gotham or whatever the hell she's been in. It's now the fact that she completely threw the covers over like their private life and exposed it for the world to see. Yeah. And in the process, hurt a lot of people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. It's a recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week. Make sure you subscribe as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. And you can listen to past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcast. And, hey, you all have a happy Thanksgiving. I know I'll be probably uh, in a 
food coma on. Oh, I will be cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, we'll be cooking, but we're also going to be eating too. Heck it's just, yeah. You know, and uh, probably regret it on, on Saturday and Sunday. But Shiloh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Everyone else, have a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you again next Tuesday.